Today is Monday, December. okay, good evening. Today is December 5th, Monday, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter is step nine into action. And our speaker tonight is Lulu. Thank you, Lulu. Hi, everybody. Hi, I'm Lulu, recovered compulsive overeater from Minnesota. Uh, really grateful to be here tonight. Um, OA has saved my life. Uh, if I'm being 100% honest. And so uh, I'm always more than happy to share uh, with others how I got here uh, to this point, because uh, I wouldn't have what I have in my life today if it wasn't for OA. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to share on a experience that I had with an amends uh, that was on my never list uh, that was accomplished um, and kind of uh, how the promises came true with that amends. Um, so I'm going to refer to a couple uh, quotes in the big book in the into action step nine part. Um, so I'm going to start out by saying uh, on page 76, it starts with uh, the steps eight and nine. And it says, now we go out to our fellows and repair the damage done in the past. We attempt to sweep away the debris, which has accumulated out of our effort to live on self-will and run the show ourselves. So for me, I come from a background in a, another 12-step program. So I came into this program thinking I knew everything and that self-knowledge was going to get me ahead of the game. Uh, reality is uh, prior to coming into OA, even though I was recovered in my other program, I was not acting recovered. Uh, I was, as they say, a dry drunk. Um, and so I... You know, I would, I would say I was doing these things and doing the steps, but I wasn't actually doing it. Um, I wasn't actually taking the actions. And so um, when I started doing this program and it came to my inventory, um, there was a resentment I had on my list of a coworker that actually ended up turning into uh, I was her boss. So we had been coworkers, worked together side by side. Um, and then she and I had both applied for the manager position. Um, and I got the position um, and she did not, which put a really big barrier in between the two of us. Um, and we never were able to really work together because of that. Um, we both had ego. Uh, and I had my self-will run riot, as it says here, um, and trying to run the show. And I was, I was better than her, was my viewpoint. Um, and so I had this big resentment that she, you know, didn't follow my script. She didn't do what I wanted. She didn't treat me with respect, um, you know, which is all ego, all ego based of I'm better than her and she should have treated me better. Uh, reality is I treated her like crap. I treated her the same way I felt I was being treated, uh, which is not, which is not an ideal I want to be. That is not who I'm meant to be. That is not who God wants me to be. Um, but it, it was how I acted. So I went through my fourth and fifth, um, did my inventory, shared it with my sponsor, um, did my six and seven, um, and started working on some of my core character defects, um, which one of them is ego that I still struggle with today. Note to self, this is not a perfect program. 
Uh, we don't become perfect human beings after this is done uh, and when we recover. So uh, I will give that caveat. I'm still dealing with ego today. Um, but I continue to practice these principles in all my affairs and continue to do this work uh, when things crop up. And I have the willingness, which is what you need to make a beginning. Um, so I, I did my character defects um, and got to my eighth step where my sponsor said, okay, you're going to make a couple lists. You're going to do yes, maybe, later, and no. And you're going to categorize the people that you uh, owe an amends to. Um, so obviously, yes is, yes, I can do those today if I saw them on the street. No problem. Maybe is like, eh, wishy-washy. Later is like, I could do it, but I don't want to do it today. And then there's that big N-O uh, that says uh, to me, I'm absolutely never going to do this <laughs> ever. Um, and I had one single person on that no list and it was her. Um, again, I was still struggling with that ego, swallowing my pride um, and stating my part. Because when you go into make an amends, you don't bring up the other person. It says that in the big book. We never bring up their part. We never say, you did this, so I did that. Um, that defeats the purpose. Um, we, we just show up, clean up our side of the street, um, and don't mention what their part was. Even if they had a part, even if we feel like we were justified in some shape or form, it doesn't matter. Their part does not matter. All I can control is me um, and how I show up. So she was on my no, never, not going to happen ever. Um, and I ended up quitting that job, getting a new job. I'm completely happy in my healthy work environment now. Um, and we had stayed in contact a little bit, but it was very like false friendship of like, we're just cordial to keep the peace, uh, very fake, if I'm being honest. Um, and friends on social media, you know, texted every once in a while, but, uh, nothing of substance, nothing real. Um, again, I still, uh, was acting in that ego. She had an experience where her father who had been sick with cancer passed away. And that is a part of my story. Um, and in that moment, uh, when I found out that happened, um, I instantly got brought back to where I was when my dad passed away from cancer when I was eight. And it really just made me realize that my opinion does not matter. What matters is how I show up for those people in my life. Whether we're like, you know, best friends, whether they're my husband, whether it's an acquaintance, all that matters is how I show up. And I have control with the help of God to show up in a better light than I had been showing up. So I had reached out to her um, and had, you know, set my condolences. I said, if you need any support, um, I am happy to be there for you. And it was, it was instantly, uh, without pride. It was simply to be there for her because she deserved that. Um, and that, uh, open communication cleared up that space for us to actually have a real conversation, which was beyond beautiful, um, to the fact that she, 
um, was at the funeral, the celebration of life, and was reaching out to me um, to ask for support. Um, and I was able to be there for her. No judgments, no feelings of I'm better than her. Simply we're on the same level of two, you know, females grieving over the loss of their dad. Um, and that was just beautiful to me. And that opened the door for me to realize that I could do that amends. I could do that never amends because she deserved that. Um, and we both deserve to move on from that toxic environment that we were suppressed in. Um, so after, after that moment of, of sharing that conversation at the celebration of life, we got together for coffee. Um, I, I will say I didn't tell her I was going to do an amends. Um, I just asked her to get together. And I said, right before I prayed to God and I said, let me say whatever needs to be said. Um, and just prayed for the guidance of the conversation. Um, and it just went in that direction. And the door opened. God opened that door for me to say, Jackie, I am so, so, so incredibly sorry for the way that I treated you when we worked together. Um, and we had a really honest conversation um, where she was able to say how she felt. And I just sat there and listened. I didn't explain. I didn't try to justify my actions. I agreed. I agreed with her and I said, you're absolutely right. That's how I showed up. Um, and I said, that's not how I'm wanting to show up in the future. Um, and then we had a conversation about uh, work and the work environment and both agreed that we, uh, through conversation, got pitted against each other through other people in toxic work environment. Um, and over that, I shared about my current work environment. Um, and I want to share um, with, uh, I want to share about these, these promises, uh, the ninth step promises that are uh, given on page 83. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We, we will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. And um, I will explain the story, but uh, she is now going to be working at my place of employment and we are going to be working together and I got her that job. And that is because God did for me what I could not do for myself and cleared that way. Um, and she is looking for an internship. I work in a treatment center. Um, and she needs to do her internship. And she was sharing about how she's struggling with finding an internship. Um, and I said, well, I know we're hiring interns. And uh, gave her the link. 
she applied, she interviewed, and she just texted me yesterday that she will be starting with us in two weeks. And I was like, one, I was so excited for her. I was so excited for her. And that is a miracle in and of itself that I was not sitting there going, oh man, I'm gonna have to work with her again and I'm gonna have to deal with this. The point of the amends is to clean up our side of the street so we can walk into anybody, see anybody, be anywhere and not live in fear of what they're gonna say, do uh, and how we're gonna be. So doing that amends, that never amends, that I was never gonna swallow my pride and do, cleared this way for all these uh, experiences to happen that you would never, if you would have told me a year ago, would be happening. Um, and so I just, these promises are so beautiful. Um, I could literally talk for hours on each sentence because it, it's so true. And that's what this program has given me. In my other program, I read these promises. I understood them. I, I knew what it meant, but did I really live that? Did I really feel that? No. And it, the promises end with, are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. And that is my experience. In my other program, I had, I have almost eight years sober, um, which is, that's a miracle because uh, I was dying. But I was on the verge before I came into this program, I was on the verge of losing that eight years of sobriety. Um, and so I came into this program at my bottom, done, done, done at my bottom. And I didn't think this program could work for me. I thought I was the exception to the rule. I thought I was gonna learn some things, learn some tricks try to control and fix what's broken in my life. And it has opened and fulfilled all these gifts in my life. Um, and I'll have um, a year abstinent uh, coming up here in January. Um, and I have lost a hundred pounds. I've released a hundred pounds. Um, and I am at a normal body weight and I'm completely happy and content with my life. Now that's not, again, that's not to say I'm have every day is sunshine, rainbows and butterflies and every day is perfect. I have my things, I have my issues. I have my defects that crop up. I have my restless, irritable and discontented days. And some days are literally just weigh and measure my food. If I get through the day weighing and measuring my food, I've had a successful day. Some days are like that. Um, but the beauty is I continue to do this work. I continue to show up. Um, and I continue to share that it's possible. Um, I truly, truly believe that God does not believe any of us are destined to die of this disease. No one is destined to die of this disease. Um, it's what happens. But it doesn't mean that's what's your destiny. So if you're struggling, if you're having... Um, if you're in relapse, if you're new to this program, like I am telling you, it is freaking possible. Um, if I can do it, um, anybody can, let's be honest. Um, and five minutes left, Lulu. Thank you so much. 
Um, and, and this serenity and peace is kind of what I want to close with. Um, serenity and peace is something that I think every human being dreams of. And as um, compulsive overeaters, as addicts of any kind, we get this opportunity to practice these 12 steps. And through practicing those 12 steps, we get that serenity and peace. Um, and I think, you know, every human being dreams of that. Uh, we're blessed. We're blessed. I view that I am blessed and I never, and everybody says this, but I never thought I would be a grateful compulsive overeater. Um, again, I thought it was something I was going to learn, uh, a few tricks and control. Um, but I truly, truly believe that God gave me this blessing, um, of, of experiencing being recovered and true peace and serenity. Uh, like I've never felt in my entire life, my entire life, I was restless, irritable, discontented from the time I was born. Um, and you throw all this trauma at me, it just gets more restless, irritable, and discontented. Um, and, and now I have serenity and peace with those things that I never thought I would. And those gifts of recovery, I feel every single day. And the promises come true for me every time I do this work. Every time I work with another woman in recovery these promises continue to come true. And then I get to watch them come true through other people, which is even more beautiful. Um, so I, I just wanna close with that serenity and peace is attainable. Uh, if you don't think you can get it, you can. Um, it is possible. Um, and just some days put one foot in front of the other, um, and you'll be amazed at what continues to come true for you. Because if you would have told me I would have had the happiness that I have today, I would have never believed you, never believed you. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to close with that. Peace and serenity is possible uh, for everyone. Um, and thank you for letting me share. Uh, with that, I pass. Thank you so much, Lulu. Thank you so much. Um, we will now open the meeting for questions or for three minute shares, as this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week. We ask you to accept this guidance in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions, or star nine if you're on the phone, and the Zoom host will call the raised hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Would the timekeeper please set a timer for three minutes for each chair and announce when time is up? And if the speaker is asked a question, please allow three minutes for the answer. And first we have Angela. Hey everyone, I am Angela, gratefully recovered, compulsive overeater and bulimic. 
Um, thank you, everybody who's doing service. And thank you, Lulu. It was a beautiful share and such a great way to, um, you know, depict what this, you know, what these promises can look like and how they feel and how relationships are transformed. Um, you know, it really is uh, uh, transformative. I'm hearing that. And, um, and it certainly has been for me too. Um, you know, I had a never list, you know, and it was my ex and, um, there was no way. Yeah. If you had told me that I'd be able to make amends to her, I would tell you are just out of your mind, not happening, not happening. You know, um, it was a relationship that was, um, you know, so charged and there was so much, um, uh, you know, disease, if you will, um, and, uh, and so much codependence. And, uh, you know, I, I, I left that relationship with, you know, like, I felt like my hair was on fire, you know, like I just had to save myself. And, uh, the reality is, is that when I made, uh, when I finally could, uh, grasp and only through these steps, could you possibly, you know, by doing the, the eight previous steps, could you get to the place of actually being able to do it? Right. So, but when I made amends to her, um, you know, I, um, I, uh, really honored, uh, the relationship and I offered, uh, you know, my apologies. And, uh, I knew that I couldn't do better at the time, but I did apologize for my part. Um, I never thought with the amount of money she owed me that I could ever, you know, ever, um, make those amends. And at some point in my recovery, I realized that it's all true, right? It's true that she owes me the money and it's true that uh, it still owes me the money. And it's true that I behaved badly, right? And that I said yes to it all. And so this process of making amends, you know, absolutely has been, and I will say also um, that, you know, after I made my amends, we both just sat there and cried together. You know, it was that transformative. We both just realized that we could not have done any better. We did the best we could. And it was so heartfelt, but there is just, and there's just no way that I could have believed that that would be possible. So yeah, you know, these intuitive actions and these promises start coming true and our lives start changing and we get lighter and the shame is lifted and the guilt and um, that, that um, you know, self-loathing is lifted and we, yeah, thank you. And we can, we can hold our heads high. So thank you again. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Angela. Next up, we have Elena. Hey everyone, I am Elena. I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater and exercise bulimic. Uh, Lulu, thank you so much. I um, I heard a lot and I'm just kind of trying to piece it together. Um, what I'm really hearing is uh, is that we're not, you know, one and done when it comes to these amends or living out the promises. And you said so beautifully, you know, we continue to have these defects of character show up. Like we're not, <clears throat> we're not like levitating when we're done with these steps. And I have to remind myself of that because when I'm feeling stagnant or like, for instance, my husband keeps going on this list that I have to keep making amends to, um, 
I get discouraged and I say to myself, you know, what have I done wrong? Um, I'm definitely not an example of this program. And that right there is the character defect. It's like, how quick can I catch these thoughts when they happen? And you said something, you said something about, you know, only after you started to seek out the help of your higher power with your coworker, did things start to change? And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've been feeling so stagnant and continuing to make these amends and, you know, apologizing. And I'm like, this just doesn't, it just doesn't feel right. Um, you know, I haven't been living my, I haven't been doing my living amends with the people around me because again, it's not one and done. I have to continue to amend my behavior. Every morning when I wake up, I have to continue to seek out my higher power. I think at some point in the past like couple months, I just, you know, named myself my, you know, I'm, I'm God again, you know, and that just doesn't work. And it's so sneaky because it just really sneaks up on you, um, on me. It sneaks up on me. Um, so I just wanted to thank you for the reminder that um, we're not perfect beings. And if I am feeling stagnant, where am I not seeking? Where am I not, um, where am I isolating? Where am I not seeking? Where am I not continuing to amend my behavior? Because again, you know, your coworker is now gonna be working with you and that's an amend that you made. And it's like, we're not done. Um, how are we gonna continue to amend these, these relationships um, and seek out these promises? So I really thank you for that. And nice to see everybody. Thanks. Thank you, Elena. Uh, next up we have Lisa. Hey there, Lisa from Wilson For some reason, I didn't think I was next. Um, Lulu, thank you so much. That was wonderful. That was wonderful. Um, and I related so much. I related to being in another program and, um, you know, actually having the promises come true for me in that other program, but not to this level in this program. And I work so much harder in this program to have those promises come, come true on a whole different level. Thank you, God, for giving me the willingness. Um, but I, and I love, you know, what I was thinking when you were sharing about your coworker is, first of all, there are no coincidences. There are no mistakes um, in God's world. And, um, you know, when I put limits on even what I think a life might look like or the the joys, the blessings that I think I'm going to get, I will always shortchange myself because look at what happened to you. I mean, look at what happens to all of us, you know? Um, and I, I had a very similar experience. I had a never, um, nope, not gonna happen. God, you're going to have to do a number on this heart of mine if you want that to happen. And it happened. And it wasn't anything of my doing. Just like one of those promises. He will do, he, she, it, whatever your higher power is, will do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. So I am just continually amazed at how um, when I think, when I think, it's as good as it's gonna get. It just, you know, thankfully um, continues to get better. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Lisa. Um, Amy, you're up. 
Thank you. Um, thank you, Julie, for your service. Thank you, uh, Larissa, for your service. Thank you, everybody, for doing service at the meeting, including the service of being here, especially on a Monday night. Who do I love coming home on Monday night to this room and seeing so many faces? And thanks for everybody who has cameras on because it's really good to connect. Um, my name is Amy B. I'm a compulsive overeater living very, very gratefully in a recovered state today. Hi, Lulu. Thank you so much for your, I, I put it in the chat, I, I don't have better words, your powerful testimony that this program works because that's what we do when we do service and we carry the message. We're, we're, laying breadcrumbs of hope with our narrative around these very same steps, these very same instructions that we all take with our own particular path. You did such a beautiful job of communicating that movement from eight into nine and the asking for the willingness and the, and the miracles that come from it. Oof. And I'm inspired. I'm, I'm, it renews my hope that even the things that I think might never change or are just changing so slow, like there are miracles if we do the work, if we follow the program, your faithfulness to the big book, all of that, so inspiring, your energy. I, I, I'm so grateful for your service tonight. And I really, in line with traditions, I, I'm trying to outline the, the message and the principles. And I'm also really, really, really grateful that I was here to get this directly from the messenger tonight. Thank you so, so much for your service. I pass. Thank you, Amy. Next up, we have Barbara. There we go. Hi, everyone. I'm so grateful to be here. So good to hear um, such experience, strength, and hope shared. Uh, really. Uh, wonderful, especially since I'm coming off a relapse. And I realize that for me, especially after this relapse, it really is life and death because I, I really got sick to my stomach um, the last time. And I think one of the hardest things for me is that since I have um, experienced that mental twist and not been able to fight it many times, I'm feeling like I don't really trust myself. Um, and uh, probably I can't trust myself. <laughs> I have to trust God, you know, my uh, a higher power to keep me, you know, so that I can pause between that, um, that craving and acting on it. So it was really good to hear Lulu um, talk about, um, you know, if you can do it, anyone can do it, because uh, I love to hear that, um, especially when I'm feeling insecure and disconnected. And, um, you know, when I'm in the food, 
I'm pretty isolated. I don't want to reach out and that just uh, keeps the cycle going. So I'm glad that I was able to show up tonight. I'm feeling a little better every day. And um, so grateful to my sponsor who's kind of hung in there with me through thick and thin, always sharing so many wonderful things with me. Um, it's been a huge part of my program. And so with that, I'll pass. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much, Barbara. Thank you for sharing. Next up, we have Francesca. Thank you, Julie. Thank you for your service. Hi, everyone. I'm Francesca. Very grateful to be here in a woman in recovery um, today. Thank you so much, Lulu, for your share. Um, I loved everything. <laughs> um, like, where do I start? Um, I really love that you said no one is destined to die from this disease. Like, it happens, but no one's, like, destined to it. And just kind of, like, your humility of, like, like, no, like, if... I I could do it. Anyone can. And kind of seeing how it's like, you're, you're saying that kind of instill amazement. It's beautiful. Like, and that shows the like, you know, strength that is given through your higher power and that you're just reflecting that light onto others. Um, and just coming into a space like this. And I, um, so many of the shares have been like, <gasps> like, it's like, I don't even have words just like, um energetically just um kind of having um just to be able to like come together and create a space like this is really powerful and um it reminds me that like I'm grateful um for my struggle um in this disease um because like my life is so much better like what comes of the seeking um and there's yeah I'm not alone and there's um there's a path and there's fellows and um there's people um yeah through thick and thin so it yeah my life would be lonely without this you know and um it's just a continual just humility and I love how you said like we're not done um in the ego thing so um yeah I just I took some notes um thank you just for coming here and being just such a testament to the work that this program provides people and that trusting and higher power and you said like you have to ask like you had to ask like and then your higher power was like okay so thanks for that reminder too that I definitely am not asking a lot of the time um and then I'm like what's happening <laughs> you know or I'm not willing to listen um so thank you everyone I pass it's so nice to see everyone Thank you, Francesca. 